live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. My, 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 my. We are live. Had a little bit of time off there. Uh, due to a uh, dental situation. Man, oh man. I gotta tell you. Having all your teeth pulled out. I guess it's an eye-opening experience. Or maybe a mouth-opening experience. <laughs> and uh, waiting on uh, implants. And some more work to be done. Bone grafts. Oh my god. And I'm not a dentist person, I guess. You can tell by the fact that I don't have any teeth. Actually, very hereditary. I don't remember any of my uh, ancestors having any teeth. <laughs> At least after age uh, 30 or 40. All gone. No teeth, man. All fucking gone. Well, welcome to the Radio Addiction uh, Off-Grid Radio Broadcast. Um, this show is my twisted, satirical look at today's hot topics. And uh, me, 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 I am your host, the uh, living radio legend, the Eggman Ronnie James, at your service. You can email me at uh, radioaddiction at mail.com. That's radioaddiction at mail.com. We are broadcasting from the, uh, the RV Camper Studio. Yes, modified and put up all kinds of fake boards and things to make it look like a regular studio. So it doesn't look like a, uh, doesn't look like a camper RV out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> but that's where we be, man. And it's uh, great out here. Nobody bothers you out here, man. It's just, uh, wow. Peaceful bliss. I got a few places, man, I tell you, where uh, I found you just got to get out there and look, man. I tell you, they're out there, especially in this part of the world, here in uh, beautiful North Carolina. And this time of year, it's magnificent, just like, I don't know if you would call it the uh, precipice, the precipice of, of, of the... Uh, of the season change. Trees are getting ready to make that move, man, to all shed everything. It's a weird change, too, because you can be in a place where you're completely isolated in the summertime with the brush and you could be like in the middle, which kind of where I'm at. And you can't see out here. But, and when, after everything is cleared off and everything is dyed, if you don't have a lot of evergreens or any kind of uh, any kind of plant life that is not going to die, and there aren't a lot of them out there in the wild, most of them be turning into sticks. And then you can see for a long way. kind of exposes what's going on out in the wilderness, man. Puts the animals kind of out there, right? <laughs> hey, look at me. Bam. Food. 
show 400, man. That's a big wow. Shouldn't there be a big ding, 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 ding? Some kind of, uh, some kind of, a uh, piece of production of some kind where a lazy fucking broadcaster doesn't uh, take the time to even give a shit about doing that. <laughs> yeah, buzzer, man. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, man. I've done those shows. Bells and whistles and cow farts and whatever. Moo. Wow, that's funny. Ha, 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 ha. And the chick cackling. <laughs> They're all the same, man. These, are, these morning talk shows. I mean, not all the same. It's not fair to, uh, like even the local show here, uh, two guys named Chris. It's a good show. There's no, there's no cackling chick on there. There's some lawyer on, I think, on Fridays, and they do like a uh, "Is it legal?" segment, and that's pretty good. And uh, tight show, well done, good piece of production. And I think the one Chris guy, Chris Dim, I think is the uh, or Chris Kelly. I don't know which one's the, like supposed to be the big star out of them, right? Chris Kelly, Chris Dim, the Chris. Two guys named Chris. I think it's Chris Kelly. I think he really is like the guy. I don't know. He seems like he's running the board, though, from what it looks like on their uh, their video stream, live stream, which I don't even know if they're doing the live stream anymore. They didn't have a real lot of luck. Kind of depressing to see and also very eye-opening and uh, maybe a good thing to see for uh, other Internet broadcasters that try to make it. Um, their numbers. And I look at that all the time, you know, what other people's numbers are. What a difference. I mean, they're a top-rated show here in the uh, Piedmont Triad radio market locally. Two guys named Chris. And they're on uh, Rock 92, which is an iHeart radio station. And I can't stand iHeart radio stations. And I really don't like iHeart radio, although this, this show is on iHeart radio. I bet I don't give a fuck if they hear this or not because... It is, man, you're talking about a uh, controlling piece of uh, media broadcast, you know, controlling what you hear <laughs> what <laughs> musically and topic-wise and, uh, I mean, and controlling it all over the United States, not all over the world. Advertising, too. My God. How many radio stations they took over when they changed the laws and allowed uh, rich people to um, buy as many radio stations as they want, got rid of all the competition clauses, and that's really biting them in the ass because they found out that uh, local people don't give a flying fuck about your programming. A bunch of little short fucks with uh, cigars in a... uh, dark room somewhere deciding what people are going to listen to. Yeah, yeah, let's play this song. They'll like that. They're fucking morons. Yeah. Here, give me another cigar. Hey. Yeah, it's what goes on, man. And you hear it here. And Rock 92, like I was talking about with the two guys named Chris, they um get repeated in the afternoon, too, in drive time. So it tells you well, that's their moneymaker, and they focus on it, which is actually smart local radio. Rather than having a bunch of live people to pay, I think most all their music is, you know, on the uh, 
a computer uh, playlist and shit. So, um, why am I talking about that? I have no idea. Welcome back. Show 400. Radio Addiction at Mail.com. Shout me out. Hook me up. Set me up with something. Send me some money. Whatever you want to do. We'll be back. Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web, and Cigar Aficionado Magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Morsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back. Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Fox News uh, Gutfeld says uh, swear words live on our primetime number one show the five and uh hmm that's the headline of the the big show 400 wow so gutfeld the other night i'm watching the five and if you watch fox news you know gutfeld he's on his show um gutfeld explanation point uh late night he is beating the living shit out of uh, the late nights because first off, they're not even on. They're not even on with, with the writer strike going on. We'll talk about that later. We've got a story on that with Bill Moore. And um, hmm. Gutfeld says um, shit without a bleep, and then goes into a diatribe on the five uh, about how shit and asshole and these words shouldn't be bleeped because. He knows on that show they can't bleep it. On his show at night, it's pre-taped. He pre-tapes that, you know, right after he gets done with the five. And they um, they put that show on at 10 o'clock now. They moved it from 11 to a 10 o'clock. Now, I haven't seen numbers on that. I, I, I should have looked before I just went live. But what the numbers are, uh, you can send me an email if you want, radioaddiction at mail.com. All you, uh, all you uh, email people that uh, say, why can't we get in touch with you? Uh, that's how right there. But yeah, send me an email and let me know uh, what what you know about that. What what the what the new numbers are comparing the ten o'clock to the eleven o'clock and how that even works now with the fact that uh, the other shows aren't even on because of the writer strike. So what difference does it make? He's got to be number one because he's just live. Hell, Gutbelt could sit there and uh, jerk his dick. And I wonder how far. Speaking of jerking his dick, they're going to be able to go on the show now, late at night. It seems like they were pushing the envelope the other night. I'm sure some of the uh, the guests from the big shows, the ones that have, like, prim and proper uh, reputations, Harris Faulkner, like, she's such a fucking black box. My God. Come on now. 
if it focused. And, um, yeah, Harris Faulkner and uh, the uh, Brett Bear. And, you know, there, there's less and less since, uh, I mean, Tucker definitely wouldn't give a shit. He's gone, so. But he wouldn't have gave a shit before about that kind of stuff. He definitely wanted to be saying shit and piss and titty and, you know, all the ridiculous things that they bleep out. Now, a fuck is not going to be used, it looks like. And Gutfield even said, it's cool with me. So it sounds like he got some kind of information down from management, right? Could it be? About um, language. Or... <laughs> Could be. He's just uh, trying to get Fox to fire him. Just wants to uh, follow uh, follow old Tucker and uh, Bongino out the door. Right? Could be. Dan Bongino and Tucker Carlson both are uh, doing pretty good for themselves. Because they set it up that way. See, as the smart guys have. That medium. See, when I got fired from my old jobs in radio back in the day, now I was lucky because the last time I got fired here in North Carolina from the morning show on WTOV, um, at least I had a podcast. So you had a place to kind of go and, you know, your real fans who were listening to you were also checking out your podcast and they saw your information and they paid attention to what you say on Facebook and blah, 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 blah. But at least then you had a place to come and vent. Ah, those fuckers fired me because I was stashing beer in the cooler <laughs> in the break room at the radio station. I was tempting all the other alcoholics. <laughs> there is no evidence to prove that. No, okay, just so you know, that's an alleged statement. <laughs> so the new error on Fox News: Gutfeld cursing and saying shit. I heard him for myself, and then he did it at night, and then Tyrus did it. Yeah, I think even Kat. So, and now that they know that that's okay, more of the people that want to push the envelope, and it also opens up a whole can of worms too, you know, because that's always been a big thing. You know, Fox trying to be all prim and proper and shit. Sounds like they're trying to. That's another move to the left. As much as I actually like it, it is a move to the left. You know, if management has uh, said to uh, Gutfeld, "Look, man, it's cool." Go ahead, man. We want to kind of get that younger audience, and that's what the Joe Rogans are doing now. They're smoking weed, and uh, ooh, is that next? Greg Gutfeld hitting up with uh, Tyrus, passing a joint back and forth on uh, Gutfeld. Man, you talk about ratings going through the roof <laughs> or down the drain. I don't know which way it would go in this world. I don't think there's enough staunchy, smelly, dried-up Republicans. The uh, ultra-Christian right, uh, you know, pro-abortion forever, you know. It's like, no matter what happens, I don't care if your daughter was molested by uh, an ape, you're going to have that fucking baby. <laughs> not funny, right? It's not supposed to be funny anyways. Oh, man. <clears throat> so Biden's uh, Green New Deal bullshit faces peril. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well as uh, Detroit, the Detroit Union Auto Workers Union threatens uh, to strike. We wonder if that's going to uh, hurt the electric car uh, building action, and it will. 
In fact, uh, I think I uh, saw and I read that uh, it was going to hurt it desperately, that, you know, the electric car industry trying to get off. And uh, and there's all kinds of negative press for it, too. You notice even, like, these electric car uh, executives and stuff uh, running out of uh, charge power and they can't find a charging station. And just recently, they started in North Carolina. They figured out after they got going, there's only 37 charging stations in the whole state. And they couldn't find them. <laughs> Most of them. It's radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. Uh, shout me out. Fuck me up. Nah, I don't want you to fuck me up. Well, we'll be back. Whatever. November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. So you think the uh, the leftist media is finally starting to get it? It seems like. And I purposely checked. I went when um, the news for, um, what was it? The news for, um, oh, what was the latest thing? The big thing. Oh, the um, uh, um, Speaker of the House, um, McCarthy went before the Congress and uh, said that, um, the Senate, and said that um, they're going to uh, open a impeachment inquiry into President Biden's involvement in his son's dealings, bad dealings, or suspicious dealings of making money. And what was very interesting about that is they actually did run it in full. The uh, the entire Speaker of the House, uh, when he said that, and they haven't been running anything like that for a couple of years, three years. The full time that Biden's been in, and then, of course, before Biden was in, they've been doing nothing but, you know, trashing Donald Trump. And uh, you didn't, and the people on the left, half the people in this country don't get to hear any of the actual real stuff that's going on. They don't know it. So, you know, you're out there as a Fox News watcher and a uh, someone who pays attention and listens to um, a different podcast and actually gets the real view of what's going on out there, the real feel for it. And uh, man, oh man. You know, it's like those people don't get that. They have no knowledge of it. But yet that the other day, when Speaker McCarthy was on 
MSNBC, that was the first time for millions and millions of, of, of liberals, of leftist watchers of those shows, to see this information. They have not seen it at all. They don't know that the media company that they're watching their show on is blocking it from them seeing it. They don't, they're not reporting it because it doesn't fit their narrative of their own political desires of keeping Donald Trump out. This nation is completely divided and it's simple. It's the ones that hate Donald Trump and the ones that love him. That's it. Everybody else in the middle, how many of them are there really? <laughs> that are really truly in the middle of that. Not many. That's what we've managed to get ourselves to. And then the, uh, the Green New Deal bullshit. These Detroit unions out here, this news. See, even this kind of news wasn't making it before. There's still a shitload of negative Trump stuff on Drudge Report. A shitload. Go down the line. First 10, 15 stories. It used to be the entire page was all going after Trump. And electric cars, speaking of that, Elon Musk. He is a target of the left. Bullshit media. They're going after him like a motherfucker. He's on the hit list. And it, the list changes every day. But it's doing less and less. It's having less and less effect because people are figuring it out, especially like the more and more Hollywood people with money and means and ability to and to be, get on and say their, you know, their side of it. See, you got to have that. You as an actor, even like Rob Lowe, imagine if something happened again to Rob Lowe. He had sex with another 13-year-old girl or whatever happened to him. Remember that? That just went away. Rob Lowe, man, it was like a sex tape out there. How we've changed just from the 80s, you know, the change has just been unbelievable if you think about it. You know, how society views things like that. Because that was only what, 25, 30, maybe 30 years ago, 30 years ago at the most, when Rob Lowe got, had a sex tape go out on him, some little girl, I don't know, 14, 15, but she was underage and he was not. And they, it was a sex tape. He fucked the little girl on camera and got away with it. <laughs> now he'd be a registered sex offender for life. Uh, prison, at least, at least, even as a Hollywood celebrity, 15 years, 20 years. And uh, 30 years ago, ah, it's Rob Lowe. He knew her. It was his best friend's daughter. Whatever it was. He's on primetime TV. He's promoting Tunnel for Towers. Good for him on that. And I'm a, you know, yeah. It's just amazing. HBO's uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. I don't know if you're not watching, if you're not watching Bill Maher, Club Random, uh, at least got to watch that. That show is amazing. That is so real. Bill Maher just acting exactly like the asshole he is. And he's and he, I like him because he's an asshole. Even though he's got leftist, you know, weirdness in his hatred for Donald Trump, I think is totally misled. But other than that, I'm okay with the guy. Most of what he says. Where does that put me? Somewhere in the middle. And and 
there's no way anybody out there on the left is going to think that I'm in the middle. Well, I don't know. Now that you know. But, uh, yeah, Bill Maher, he's going to return without his writers. How do you think that's going to go? Bill Maher coming back to uh, doing, but he's changing the show, I saw, where uh, it's going to be uh, political panels again, kind of like his old show. So, uh, real time with Bill Maher coming back, no writers. And that's going to, uh, and these guys that are coming back without writers, and Gutfeld never left. You can see Gutfeld and his people, they all work for him directly. And they all do have their own thing and do their own thing. So, Gutfeld just, he's got his own company of people, basically. And he's a writer himself. So, radioaddiction at mail.com. We'll be back. I am Conor McGregor, multiple weight MMA champion. I'm a fighter and I've been through many battles in the octagon. Many consider my fights in the octagon heroic, but the real life heroes are those men and women who fight to protect us every day. The real life fighters, the real life heroes, are the firefighters and police officers. These first responders are true heroes because these brave men and women put themselves in the line of danger every single day protecting us all. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation ensures that first responders from fire EMS and police departments who are killed in the line of duty with young children have a home without the burden of a mortgage. They are my heroes. They need our help today. <coughs> I'd like to ask you to join me in donating $11 a month to support their efforts. Your $11 a month honors and supports our first responders. Please call now at 1-844-BRAVEST or visit tunneltotowers.org. Ah, shit. Sorry about that. <laughs> Coughing with the uh, mic open. Uh, excuse me, man. It's been a uh, hell of a couple of weeks since I had my teeth pulled out. And I also had, uh, uh, if I had COVID or not, I, I just uh, isolated in place. I checked. I tested it first time. I didn't even bother testing it the second time. What am I going to do? You know? What are you going to do? It's like to find out. It's like the stupid uh I think that the cardiac arrest or that uh, cardio vibe or whatever it's called, where you can put your fingers on it and it plugs into your phone and it checks your uh, heart rate and are you attack a cardio? Are you uh, dead? I mean, that's what you need to know. That's right. You know, can you imagine that thing? You're dead. Shit. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to know you're having a fucking heart attack? Is it going to make it worse if you're out in the middle of nowhere on a bus somewhere or some shit? And you get a little chest pain, you look at the thing, and you're having a fucking heart attack. And it tells you right there, your heart's completely out of beat, you're fucking dying, and then your anxieties take over, right? Of course, it's just going to happen. I'm having a heart attack. And, and then what? You are fucking dead. So have you seen these little uh, aliens? Man, oh, man. The little alien mummies that, that over in Mexico. How does that story even get here? And how does the news media actually really promote this shit? This thing is all over the place. And if you've seen these little corpses, these little alien corpses that... And who in Mexico is pulling this off? And who's making money on it? That's what I want to know. Who's making actual fucking money on this shit? <laughs> on these little alien uh, corpses. I mean, and they're, they're, they're nothing. They don't, they look like some kid made them on the beach. They're not even poorly 
And they said there's one of them has like a fetus in it. Okay, and if they do, there's not a fuck thing you can do about it. If they dropped on the planet from some fucking unbelievably out there and they look like that, and apparently uh, Steven Spielberg and the other guy that writes all those uh, movies, well, anyways, we gotta get out of here. It's radioaddiction at mail.com. Quiet the mind and the soul will speak. Eggman, over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.